RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Kerry Malloy is an artist and former journalist. She's back now at RCR to talk about the open letters, which we mentioned yesterday after talking with Kirsten Murphy, sent to the Human Rights Commissioner and Attorney General on the Pandemic Treaty and the IHRAs, International Health Regulations Amendments, by a group of concerned New Zealand citizens. We read out the list yesterday. Kerry Malloy is on that list and she's back with us. Hi, Kerry. Thanks for coming back on. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. Okay. Quite a few big names for those who are interested in this um, uh, on that letter, letterhead, let's say. Um, how did you get involved in that? Oh, I, I started writing about it uh, on my Substack column. And the more I wrote about it, the more concerned I got. And the more concerned I got, the more I realized that the man in the street doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, or the woman in the street or, or anyone in the street. Anyone, anyone. People just don't know what we're getting ourselves into blindly. Yeah, everybody that I chat to about this, I, I, I kind of try and get their view. Why do you think that is? I think because the mainstream media has a determination to ignore it. Yeah, but then, but then you can why. ask, why, yeah, why is that? Why? They want us to be under the jackboot of global medical tyranny? Paul, I really don't know. I don't know what's happened to mainstream media, but this is a huge issue, a huge story, probably the most important thing that, you know, within the country that we are faced with. Hmm. Okay, so what what have you said in that? Uh, remind us for those who weren't listening yesterday. Remind us what is being said in that letter. Don't mind. Well, it's cool. It's pointing out um, that uh, if we just give if our delegates to the World Health Organization just give the nod on our behalf, these amendments to existing. Health regulate international health regulations and the so-called treaty are going to have a big effect on our legislation and on our human rights, and it's calling on the um, on these authorities to look at it carefully, to consider it carefully, um, and to uh, acknowledge that there's a deadline of December the first by which time we have to either opt out or seek reservation or else we will just be giving the nod and the World Health Organization can continue with its campaign to implement One Health, International One Health. And what's involved in that is that they can decide what is a potential health risk, not even a pandemic, and once they have declared a potential health risk, they can dictate a whole lot of rules that until now have been merely recommendations. But if these um, tools, if these legal tools go through, they will become binding on us. So we will have to legislate to accommodate their rules. Um, and in terms of the international health regulation amendments, we will just have to follow what they say. And that could involve vaccine passports, um, you not being able to choose what medications we want to use or not use, um, lockdowns, masking, 
everything that we saw in the past three years, um, which we followed because we trusted them, now they will be able to to really force legally force us to follow their recommendations. And keep in mind that to this day, the World Health Organization does not acknowledge vaccine injury. How do how should we f- feel knowing that Ashley Bloomfield is at the center of this? Very uneasy. Um, you know, when I first I first encountered Ashley Bloomfield, I wrote a letter to him, and he seemed a really sincere um, man with integrity and doing his best to save us from illness, national a national situation. Um, but his actions especially in terms of refusing exemptions to anybody who decided they didn't want to take the the vaccine. It just showed him as being really heartless. And I think he's caught up in this whole globalist um, One Health campaign that maybe he feels is for the good of everybody, but it doesn't seem to me that he's open I, I just think he's caught up in it. Well, isn't it um, kind of a pattern through history that the most banal, weak-looking people are the are the greatest monsters? Yeah, I don't out? know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, just saying. Okay, yeah. but he is at the centre of it, isn't he? He's a delegate in there. I think a co-chair of one of the arms of this. Um, we understand that uh, the you know the population, the citizens, don't have much knowledge of this. What about the politicians? How much do you think they know? No, I I don't think they know. And, you know, really that that interview with uh, Kirsten Murphitt yesterday on the platform illustrated just how dismal the situation is where, 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 you know, Sean, a newsman, clearly hasn't researched, clearly has no idea what it's all about. Um, yes, but a yeah. proper newsman would realise that that's the case, that when you lack information, you don't make a dick of yourself. Yeah, it was really unfortunate um, and didn't paint him in a good light at all. But it's it's symptomatic of what's out there. You know, people, you say, oh, you know, do you know what the World Health Organization is up to at the moment, and they people say, what's the World Health Organization? <laughs> yeah. And if you try and explain it, they kind of roll their eyes. And, you know, and he went on to imply that Kirsten was a conspiracy theorist, which, you know, that's the st- it's still a pattern quite a well, lot. Well, here's the thing, Kerry, about that. That is so yesterday lame. Uh, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorist. Wow. Boy, yeah. when did you just come up with that? Yeah, I know. But you know, I, it's, it's you know, so what, lame. It's embarrassing, actually. Yeah, but, but what, you know, what the so-called conspiracy theorist was saying two and a half years ago is actually now recognised as being correct. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, but like I say, it's not even fashionable anymore. And if you're using no. the term, you're obviously way behind yeah. today. <laughs> totally. And, 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 you know, if yeah. you think you're a cool person, then that's not so cool. Uh, also, I think the, the term cooker is used a lot now too, which is, um, I think, yeah. a very derogatory term. Yeah. I think he uses that one a bit. Anyway, we don't want to get fixated on him. Okay, so this open letter um, has gone to, what, every every member of 
parliament, every political party? Uh, who's yep. it gone to? Uh, well, I uh, one of the other signatories has sent it to all the politicians, so I'm not sure what the list is there or how far they are. Right. But I have sent it to all mainstream media. Um, have you had any callbacks, Kerry? Uh, so far, um, New Zealand doctors speaking out with science have published something on their Yeah, no, no, I, I mean like, you know, the, the mainstream. No, no, nothing from the Herald or Christchurch Press or TV One or uh, no, nothing, none. Well, it's interesting because RNZ are putting out stories about uh, possible, you know, almost civil strife, violence, if, you know, um, any referendum on treaty matters is 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 looked at. Um, this is um, kind of up there with that, but no mention of that. No mention of this story. No, no. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a mystery. Yeah, it's a it's a real mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about um, the New Zealand First component of this new government? Are you expecting them to pull out all the stops ahead of this? December, because that's what people voted for them. A lot of people voted to have this action. Are you expecting something from that? Yes, I think, um, you know, ACT has even come out saying that they don't want to give away New Zealand's sovereignty. Um, So if David Seymour and Winston Peters get together and agree that we should at least put a stay on it until we've had a chance for the politicians to really look at it and see what's involved, that would be a huge step. So we have to meet that December 1 deadline for for our delegates, our unelected delegates to the WHO to say, no, um, we at least want to reserve our judgment on this so that we can we can talk about it. Yeah. I think Kirsten um, thought the reserve position was the most doable at this stage should um because this is very serious should and if they're listening um you know your opinion could get in should the new zealand first component because they're the most strident on these issues let's say i mean is this serious enough for winston to say i'm going to pull the pin on all of this if you don't agree to that well i hope that's an option well, sometimes there are hills to die on, right? Is this one? I think so. I think so, for sure. I mean, I've had no, with a, with a fair amount of eye rolling, I've had no problem in sticking my de- neck out on this issue. Hmm. Um, I'm convinced it's something that is going to impact on New Zealanders very severely if we allow it to go through. We have to be prepared, though, if we reject it, to also take some hits because we'll be ostracised by many, wouldn't we, if we did that? Well, you know, I think we've got integrity and we've done some research. Um, I'm happy to stand by what I think is right. Yeah, but what if I can't go to Bali for my holiday, Kerry? Well, you know, I've I've got a, a more important issue. I have a daughter who lives in Australia. Right. Um, and I, you know, it would break my heart if I couldn't climb on a plane and go over there. But the WHO can actually say, if they want to, they can just say, no, the borders are closed. No, you can't go get on an aeroplane unless you have a digital health certificate which shows your vaccination status. Yeah. 
Wow. And they can tell you if, you know, that you must take a mRNA vaccine if they feel like it in order to get that digital vaccine passport. So, yeah. you know, yeah. they can dictate all sorts of things. And then you'll get someone telling you that we didn't force you. It was your choice. <laughs> yeah. With a straitjacket on. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> um, good luck with that. Now, the other thing that we are aware of, because we read out the letter, actually, is last time we talked, you were following up massive delays in the OIA process, I think related yeah. to this. And yes. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you got a reply from the chief ombudsman. Was that a coincidence? Or I'm sure well, you're happy to hear from him. But Yeah, I mean, twice. The only quick response I've had from my complaints to them has been just after I've written a substack or talked to you. Um, so finally, on the 2nd of November, I had a letter from the chief ombudsman, Peter Boshier, saying that he has formed the final opinion that there has been a failure to meet the requirements imposed by the OIA. And he says, quote, I have recommended that the ministry report back to me on what improvements it proposes to make to address the factors that have led to the delay and thereby avoid future delays of this kind. I have also reported my final opinion to the Minister of Health. So hopefully this will make things a lot easier for anybody applying for information. Under why the can't Act. he tell you why it was held up for so long? Because that's we'd, yeah. we'd like to know that, wouldn't we? Isn't well, that I mean, that that's you'd be answering the same question you ask about why mainstream media has avoided this. Yeah, but that's his job. Yeah. Because that sounds, it's nice, but it's kind of slippery. Well, yes. I mean, you know, what do you say except for thanks for the response and hopeful things will improve, but it doesn't give you anything. I would have expected, just me, that, uh, yeah, I have found whatever he says there. Here's why. Here's yeah. what they've told me. Mm. Because that's all that matters is why. Um, why would you delay that? Unless you had something to hide. Yeah. So yeah. maybe if you're listening, Chief Ombudsman, a little more detail, perhaps next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least I you mean, got a I, reply. <laughs> I don't know. If, if you if you wanted to go down the legal road, you know, would I have been able to take some kind of legal action? I don't know. I'm not Yeah, but you shouldn't have to go to that level. Yeah. You want an explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, maybe, maybe I should write back and say why. Well, no, I'm, I'm not I don't think I can be bothered. No, this. no, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, but it's all so limp, right? This <laughs> everything related to all of this. It's all so minimum effort. It seems. Yeah. Well, the authorities seem to be really good at slip slipping out of difficult situations, difficult questions, or just yeah. not addressing <laughs> issues. And it's in your face. There's no shame about it. No. I mean, we would like to know who were those people who refused to answer. Someone obviously said, don't reply to her. She'll go away. If you leave yeah. it long enough, she'll go away. Yeah. yeah. Who was that person? I'd like to know the name. Yeah. Well, somebody called me a Rottweiler the other day. So. <laughs> oh, you see. Don't like you. I'm aggressive. not going to go away. Because <laughs> he, he will know the name because he's presumably spoken to those people. 
Yes, I, I suppose so. I don't know what the answer to that is. No, I know, but I'm, I'm just yeah. sort of venting off. But yeah, I mean, we we expect some more a, a higher level of uh, discourse and engagement, don't we? Really, because we're all grown up adults here, not kids. Well, you know, and the, the other thing is that when I finally did get the information that I was asking for, it was kind of out of date, and it, it arrived on my desk the day after the election. Nicely timed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think we've – is there anything more that we need to talk about here or any, any... – No, just think, I mean, if anybody in the mainstream media is listening to this, I would really encourage them to do some reading about the WHO's agenda. And if anybody wants to get in touch with me to put them onto good sources of information um, – yeah, I'm very happy to take calls or emails or yeah. messages. Um, but really, all they have to do is go on the WHA web- website. It, it's all there. They don't want to do that, Kerry, I think. Uh, I don't know why. Because why? they want to enslave people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they get a I mean, I, pleasure I, I, from it. I don't know. You've got to ask, answer it somehow. I can't believe that all those journos out there are wanting to just live under the thumb of an unelected authority in Switzerland. Yeah, you're right there. Uh, enabled and encouraged by our very own people too, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kerry. Well, great work. Thanks for um, catching up with us again. And let's see let's see um, how quick things happen after this chat. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Okay. Oh, you're crossing fingers. Yeah, well, everything's crossed. Don't you okay. worry. All right. Cheers. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.